You won't lack anything. I hope you are, hope you are hearing, and you are looking to be, talking to a business card. When your neighbors are staring and like, this guy really don't go, he don't go, then you know breakthrough has come. I hope you are getting my point. You are in your car, it's old. He has this bad habit of breaking down once in a while. This is a typical human reaction. This car, old car. Now money yab man. That's normal human reaction. Now money yab man. This is seventh time in one month going to mechanic. This suffering will soon be over. Anyway, don't worry. One day, now money, this kind of country where a man can just buy another car. If it was America and I just walked to the shop. Just you just down pay nothing. Just be paying them two two hundred dollars every month. But this is Nigeria. What are we going to do? Because our car that's breaking down. You insult God, insult the nation, insult yourself. First, let me just say if you don't like it, eh, pack it. Enter KK. If that one breaks down, you come down, enter the next one. <laughs> but if you are going to be driving it, why don't you be devoted to prayer? As you are driving, say, Lord, I thank you. It's rainy season. If it rains, I'm inside the car. Are you getting my point? It's not perfect. The car is not the best, but there's something to thank God for. And you start talking to God to the car again. You enter the car and say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form, and it was void. And darkness was upon the surface of the engine. And the Spirit of God was hovering inside the cabin. Are you getting my point? You're just reading scripture that you wonder what has that got to do with it. It doesn't matter. So, and God said, let there be light. Listen, you'll be surprised. All right? That you talk, you talk, you, you are talking to the car and you tell this car, I want to read out scripture to you. He said, Every, in all that I do, I prosper. In my driving, I prosper. As I hold, whatever I put my hands to do, will prosper. I put my hands on the steering, it will prosper. And you're just talking to the car. See, let me tell you, God is with me. I am above, I am not beneath. You are discussing this and discussing this. Let me tell you the kind of things that are happening. Listen to this. One, wisdom will come to you. You will maintain an old car. It will stop breaking down anyhow. Go and read the book, um, God Smuggler, Brother Andrew. Brother Andrew drove a B2 for I've forgotten how many thousands and thousands of kilometers and he did not know he was supposed to service the car. Go and read the story. He was so busy doing his business, distributing, carrying Bibles to the, um, behind the iron curtain, days of communism, that he did not know that he was supposed to service the car. The day the car was going to stop, I've forgotten what happened, I have not read the book in a very long time, he happened to be in a particular workshop where he wanted to buy for or something. One man said, let me just help you look at the engine. The man could not believe the car moved down there. The, 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 the air filter was covered with, with, with concrete, <laughs> not just dust. <laughs> the oil was old. The man was like, how has this car been moving? By the time he was through, episode, said, what do I need to do? He said, ah, they need to overhaul the engine and stuff like that. He didn't have enough money. Tell the guy to start work. Let me make a long story short. God just supernaturally provided some extra money for him to complete what he had to pay the man. But that car never stopped him in the bush. Never left him stranded. Not one day. The first day the thing was going to give any sign and symptom was right inside the mechanic workshop where the car was overhauled and turned to new. 
and God supernaturally just took his stroke, met some students during the course of this, they just gave him some money, added to what he had, went and paid the mechanic and drove his car off. Walk, look, the, the Lord works in literally mysterious ways. Those words you are speaking, it will come out, it will manifest different things. Concerning the car, just be devoted to prayer. You enter the house where you are staying, no matter the complaints you have, be devoted to what? To prayer. Talk to the house about the word of God. That's what I'm trying to say. Listen, from today, no complaint from your mouth. Amen? Amen. You will never complain. Amen? Amen. No complaints in the name of Jesus. Amen. Over every situation, we start discussing God's word. Even if your wife is disturbing you at home. Maybe one day when she's sleeping, let her be the one to think you have gone crazy. Just carry a Bible and read it over her head. <laughs> she think you are meditating. She doesn't know that. <laughs> she, she won't know she's a prayer point. Just go and tell it. It's not good for man to be alone. I shall make him a help that is meet, fitting for him. And God and Adam went into a deep sleep. And the Lord took a rib from there. And made a you know, made a woman, and brought him to Adam, and said, "This is now bone." And he said, "This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. A woman shall she be called." And he said, "In the name of Jesus, a woman shall she be called. A woman shall she be called." <laughs> <laughs> How would the word work? I don't know. <laughs> but working, it will. You flip over to Proverbs chapter 31 and start reading. Yes. You're not saying anything, you're just reading. Read the virtuous woman. She's sleeping. No? Just be, you know, just, I told you, look, Christians, we are the real jazz men. Are you getting my point? No, is it possible for you to see a man stand over his wife? You won't think something is going on. That is real practice of Christianity. That's, look, oh God. Oh, you have to understand, we are the original. Babalawo. Are you getting my point? You know what's Babalawo? You know what it means? Babalawo means, Awo in Yoruba means people that understand mysteries. That's, the, no, that's what it means. You know, we grow up to think that it means occult. No, no it just means Awo is mystery. People that understand the mysteries. That's what it means. So when you say man, Babalawo, it means the man that understands mysteries. So you know who the Babalawo is now? <laughs> Are you getting my point? I mean, if there's a Babalawo beside you, give him a high five. <laughs> Honestly, you know, people don't understand this thing. Go and ask anybody that speaks Yoruba, that's what they mean, mystery. Mystery. People that are inside, it doesn't mean, you know, the people think of it like a cult, evil, no. It just means mystery. People who understand something, and when you understand the word of God, that is a mystery. Christ in you. The hope of glory. That's a mystery. That's a mystery. You just sit at home and your wife is asleep. You carry the scripture and be, you know, be reading it to her. Just be reading it, talking about it. Who is God? The God that made Eve for Adam and said it is not good for the man to be alone. And after he made Eve for Adam, his life was better. It is not good that he's alone. That it is good for him to have Eve. I have this one. So when God has blessed you with one, you arrange the home, not to call your friend. I don't know what's going on. This wife that God gave to me. 
And that's the, that, you know, that's the Adamic manifestation. Why did you do it? It's not me. It's the woman that you gave to me. It's not my fault. It's an arrangement between you and her. I was obeying God's word until you came and gave me a woman. Start whining and complaining. No, that's not right. Those kind of things, they withdraw the power of God from the home. I hope you're getting my point. We're talking about what? Being devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. That's the point I'm making. It means that we respond every situation, the song that God has said, and we discuss God and his word with our situation. That's my emphasis for today. We normally know how to pray. We know how to declare God's word. But I'm talking about the fact that you do these things knowing that even the dead, even the dead hears the word of God. Even the dead, the dead situation. Going to your office, things are bad. Business is not moving. Imports are not coming in. You can't export. You can't manufacture. You enter the office, close the door. This is not time to pray, say, in the name of Jesus, I declare. No, 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 no. That, there's a time for that. This is just take a Bible. And you want the business to hear God's word. It is written. As a child of God, God spoke to me. He said, I will be fruitful. I will multiply. I will fill the earth. I will subdue. You're not telling the business, say, for that reason. You, no, you're just talking. He said, even though the young lions suffer hunger, those that seek the Lord will not lack anything good. I commit my heart again to seeking him. And you're talking knowing that the walls are hearing. The walls are hearing. Listen to me. Look, from there, spirits will go out and go and gather prosperity. You'll still be sitting down there when an idea will come. It's an angel that God told go and give this boy a message for me. Give this girl a message. An idea will come to you. Suddenly something will come to your mind. Say, what do they do like this? Six years later, you are telling stories. I remember one day. By that time, not only did that business flourish, six other ones have begun. Staff list now, there are like 200 people that are working for you. And then when they are talking turnover, and I say, okay, last month we were able to turn over 1.5 billion, we thank God. You know, by the end of this year, we are looking at, we should be able to hit the 25 billion mark, amen. And not a big deal, just, uh, you know, just normal discussion. And I say, all right, so after everybody has gone, I say, yes, business, where did we stop our discussion? So this is the season of multiplication. I hope you are getting my point. That's what is called the power of grace. We activate it by being devoted to prayer. That's what I'm talking about. Let's just have it. Let's rise to our feet. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Declare, say, I'm devoted to prayer. Yeah, no, before I used to wonder, ah, when you say man prayed all night long, what was he saying? Like one of our brothers said that, you know why disciples fell asleep? <laughs> he said they only knew how to say the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> now, after they said it two or three times, they fell asleep. <laughs> oh, the Lord is good. Now, I realize now that no, a man can be devoted to prayer. The time of prayer is good, it's okay. I pray at this time of the day. I pray at this time of the day. Nothing wrong with that, all right? However, I think that we have to take our minds away from thinking that prayer is only a certain time. But let's know that prayer is every time. It's every time. It's when you are looking for your key and you can't find it. It's a time of prayer. It's when you start your car and you realize that fuel is low. It's a time of prayer. There's no money in the pocket. That is the time of prayer. It's when you have food in front of you and it is full. It's big. Everything is there. It's three costs, in fact. The fourth course is coming. 
That's a time of prayer also. That's another thing. Let's never think that prayer is only for a time of adversity. No, 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 no. When they bring food, it's a time of prayer. They give you a glass of water, it's a time of prayer. Are you getting my point? You go for a party, it's a time of prayer. You go to a friend's house, he just bought a car, it's a time of prayer. You join with him and thank God. It's a time of prayer. You bless the car, you bless it. You get to a friend's house, just opening his house, just packing in, it's a time of prayer. You see a woman, she's pregnant, it's a time of prayer. It's a time of prayer. There's no time that's not a time of prayer. You understand? You're just getting back home. Your child comes to give you a hug. Or a daddy, welcome. That's a time of prayer. It's a time of prayer. The child annoys you is a time of prayer. The child does what is good is a time of prayer. The daddy, my, you know, they brought my children's report sheet and all of that. So they all did very well. You know, they all, I said, good. I began to bless them also. Yet it will be well with you. You will do like this again. You will do greater things. It's a time of prayer. Sometimes my, my children will give me a hug. Ah, daddy, good morning. Shall, you know, it's a time of prayer. It shall be well with you. My wife taught them how to pray. <laughs> when you greet them, say, how are you? They say, it is well with me. As I'm growing up, I'm getting wiser. <laughs> no, come to my house. Catch one of my kids when they come Bible study. Say, victory, how are you? If I catch parents, that's the best one. He never forgets. I daddy, welcome. I say, parents, how are you? And he's walking away. It is well with me as I'm growing up, I'm getting wiser. He's walking away and just telling me. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's, 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 it's one thing my wife learned from one of her friends and sat down and taught the kids that when they say, how are you? They say, you're fine. Say, it is well with me. As I'm growing up, I'm getting wiser. It's a time of prayer. The time the kids come to greet you is a time of prayer. You want to go to bed at night, it's a time of prayer. You wake up at night, it's a time of prayer. You go to the toilet and you sit on the white throne, it's a time of prayer. It's a time of prayer. I'm telling you, it's a time of prayer. You know, was it this morning? Yes, I do, I do things like that. I, I think I, I, um, I was brushing my teeth, yes, in the bathroom. I was brushing my teeth. And I began to give God thanks. I said, Lord, I thank you. Water is not scarce. I put water in my mouth. Lord, I thank you. There's abundance of it. It's a time of prayer, I'm telling you. I, I took time out this morning. I just came, Lord, I thank you for toothpaste. Put it on the toothbrush. Need brushing. Ah, this water. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Water is not scarce. Thank you, it's raining. Thank you, the wells have water. Not in America, all the pipes have water. This, if it's well, you have. You thank. Look, every time is a time of prayer. If things are rough, it's a time of prayer. And what is prayer? It's simple. Let's just declare God's word. You know, for a long time, people we felt that what are we going to pray for an hour? Lord, in the name of Jesus, give me a car. Give me a car. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. After five minutes, even after the first five seconds, he head. But if prayer for us is declaring God's word and making, bearing in mind that things around are hearing and we are telling things around what God has said, then you realize that it is possible to be devoted to prayer. Let's pray. Let's give the Lord thanks first of all. Say, Lord, thank you. Because you are God indeed. Just thank you for that. Say, Lord, I thank you because you are God indeed. Say, Lord, thank you because your power is available. Thank you because I'm initiated into the mysteries of Christ. I thank you because the word, the word of God, the mysteries of Christ is revealed unto me. Thank him, say, because you have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is important. Thank God for it. 
That is the initiating step. That is the initiating step to the mysteries of God. It is the initiating step to the mysteries of God. That righteousness of faith. It means that you are not heard because of what you did. You are heard because of what Christ did. You are not heard because of what he did. You are heard because of what Christ did. Thank him. Just give him thanks for that. I feel strong. Let's do that. Just thank God that, Lord, I thank you because you have forgiven me of all my sins. You have washed me clean by the power of the blood of Jesus. Say that to him. Say, Lord, I give you thanks for it. I thank you because I can approach your throne without fear. I can approach before you without inferiority complex, without a feeling of inferiority. I can approach your throne knowing that I am loved and I am heard. I can approach your throne knowing that I belong there. Thank you because Jesus did that, not me. Whatever I could have done would have been insufficient. Whatever I ever tried could never have worked. But Jesus did it. It made a way. He tore the veil. Thank him for that. Say, Lord, I thank you. He tore the veil. The veil was ripped apart. And because of that, I can enter into that throne. Let's worship him for that. Now, let's put the word of God upon our lips. Now, remember something in the book of Genesis chapter 1? He said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He said, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God began to hover, or was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, light be. And there was light. That's literally what happened. God said, light be. I want us to do something. Sometimes in life we have, you know, we have situations that look formless and void. Things are not working well the way we uh, expect them to work. But he said the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. What does that mean for us? It means for us as believers, what we do is to brood with God's word over the situation. Like I was saying earlier, it's not as if the Spirit of God was just moving and wondering. I believe that he was incubating the mind of God. It was incubating what God had in mind, which for us, for you, for me, is the word that has been revealed. I hope you're getting my point. When you are in that situation, you are looking at that, that, that circumstance. You are in your office, like I said, where things are not working out well. You're not there contemplating the problems themselves. You've done that already. You know the problems. But now you begin to brood upon what the Spirit is saying. Are you getting my point? That's it. You brood upon what the Spirit is saying. Remember, now, I know God can give a specific word, but there is enough in the scriptures, are you getting my point, for us to brood upon. Like I said earlier, it's not even trying to make sense. Just know the scripture and recall them to mind. You are, you are mean, like, I'm fruitful. I multiply. I fill the earth. By my hands, God will produce something great on this earth because he said his seed will be mighty on the earth. This business is my seed. This thing is my seed. It's an idea I began to work on. It's an idea I began to bring to birth because I know it will be a blessing for people. The wisdom of God was what caused me to start this. That is, so that scripture applies. I will be fruitful. I, that is what is called brooding. The mistake, you know, sometimes, like I said, we confuse spiritualism and spirituality. 
What is spiritualism? You sit down and say, okay, let me begin to imagine that my clients are sitting all around me. Sometimes the clients will not sit around you. They will sit in their countries and be doing, uh, what do you call it? FaceTime and um, Skype. Don't worry about that. God has many ways by which he will fulfill that which he has said. Brood upon what he said. There's a scripture I read today. Genesis chapter 12. There's a reason, ah, I don't know how it applies to this, but it's exciting me. No, don't bother. Unless you have Bible in basic English, don't bother. It's only if you have Bible in basic Is that the version that's exciting? Bible in basic English, Genesis chapter 12. The promise of God to Abraham. I read it this morning there. Ooh, I was excited. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go out from your country and from your family and from your father's house into the land to which I will be your guide. You know, before we say that God will show you, I said God will show you in a vision. No. Bible in basic English made it clear that God said, you are going to a land into which I will be your guide. That was why Abraham did not know exactly where he was going. God was just leading from one place to another, from one place to another. I said, my father. Let's just read the, last, the, the, the next few verses. And I will make you a great nation, Blessing you and making your name great. And you will be a blessing. Now listen to this verse 3. Hey. <laughs> Tell people this when you go anywhere. He said, to them who are good to you, I will give blessing. Are you getting my point? It's not, you know, the way because if somebody blesses you and says, it shall be well with you, then God bless you. No. He said, if people are good to you, I will bless those people. Hey. He said, and on him who does you wrong, I will put a curse. <laughs> if I like the way say, I will put my curse on him who does you wrong, and you will become a name of blessing to all the families of the earth. That's Genesis chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3 in Bible in basic English. I read it this morning, it excited me. I don't know about you, but it excited me. But why did I read it this time? He said, Into the land, that we are going to a land to which I will be your guide. I will lead you there. You may not be sure of what the land is, where it is. But one thing you are certain is that I will guide you there. I hope you are getting my point. So if you sit down there and you are declaring, look, don't declare your own ideas. Declare God's word. God's word will bring out things that you never imagined. The things you are declaring, that is, you are declaring your own ideas, there are things you have imagined. But there are things that God will birth in your life that you never imagined. So you sit down there and you declare God's word. And you say to the business at the end of the day, you say, let there be light in you. You say, live. As opposed to die. You say to the business, live. Remember what we said the other time? Keeping the faith up. Jesus said something to them. The child is not dead, but only what? You tell your business, you're not dead. You're only sleeping. Now I say to you, live. Awake. Let's begin to pray. Just think about it. Think about something as we're preaching. Something came to your mind. Something you think should live. You want to live. Because what is happening right now is opposed to what God said. It's opposed. Oh, these words are powerful. This, that is our words. We take God's open our mouth. They are powerful. They are powerful. Like I said earlier, <laughs> this Africa, a lot of us grew up with that knowledge. Babalawo does this. DBA did this. Now you know the meaning of Babalawo. Is the one who understands the mysteries. And you understand the mysteries of God. 
The deep mystery is the word of God. Declare it this evening. Declare it over that situation. Declare it over your life. Declare it over everything. Declare it over the nation. Know that Asso Rock is hearing from here. Say so there will be peace in this land. Now let just, before you talk about the nation, take your own personal situation. We'll talk about the nation in a moment. We'll close the next few minutes. No point staying too late. Please, can you pause for a moment? I need to tell somebody something. I need to tell somebody something. You know, this is, this, this is what happens in life. You know, David said something at the time. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, he said, lead me to the rock. Now, what I want to bring out is this. David said, my heart is overwhelmed. You know when, what it means for somebody's heart to be overwhelmed? You have like six troubles coming to you at the same time. Now, that's a general person's heart being overwhelmed. But this is when a Christian's heart is overwhelmed. When all the scripture he has confessed, <laughs> not working. <laughs> yes, that's when you know you're over. Because when the six troubles come, you go to pray. Are you getting my point? It's normal, it's normal. But this is when you have prayed. Are you getting my point? You have already prayed. You have confessed the word you thought you knew. And he said, by Friday, God will send money. This is Saturday morning. He didn't send anything. That is when the heart is overwhelmed. He said, what, am I, what do I want to tell somebody? I'll tell you. It's simple. It means, don't try and make sense of anything. Don't ask yourself, what am I going to do now? Just take one simple scripture and recite it like a parrot. I don't know whether you're getting my point. Just recite like a fool. And lie down there and do nothing. Yes. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I think somebody needs to hear it. All the troubles come at the same time, and you have prayed. And the answer refused to show. Listen, don't agree to do anything wrong. Anything that you would never have done except for this trouble, don't do it. If you had a time before that would never agree to travel abroad because of prosperity, they now give you the open door. Don't take it. Say, I will travel, but not now. Because I must learn to persevere in tribulation. Just lie down there, look for one scripture. that make, Just recite it like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Just wake up. Just, it can be as funny as Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. He's the one that created the heavens and the earth. God, thank you. You are the creator of heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Just be turning up and down. Don't go anywhere. Put up the phone. Don't do anything. This is a word. A miracle is on your way. Amen. Let me say it again. A miracle is on somebody's way. Amen. When the Lord will turn again the captivity of Zion, it will appear as if you were dreaming. Amen. Let me say it again. A miracle is on the way. Amen. Jesus said to that man, just keep on believing. And like we said last time, how does a man keep on believing? He keeps on declaring the same word and keeps on giving God the glory. We saw the other day, looking at the life of um, Abraham. Abraham refused to do what many Christians do today. Blame situations. The Bible said he was just giving God the glory. He looked at his body as good as dead. He said, fine, you can stay dead. Now let me turn around and hold on to God's promises and give him the glory. And that one that thought he was dead woke up and received life. The womb of Sarah received life. Listen, 
When Sarah heard it, she started laughing. People think she was doubting. It was not doubt. It was amazement. I pray you get the point. The woman was embarrassed. When she heard it, he said, ah, he said, hey, at my age, shall your servant still have pleasure? That's what she said. She started laughing. So the Lord said, I said you're laughing. He said, no, no, I wasn't laughing. People thought, you know, I used to think that you know, she was that. No. She was like, no, no, I wasn't laughing. I wasn't. It was, it was, that's why the name of Isaac is what? Laughter. That laughter was not doubt. It wasn't doubt. It was not doubt. Let me say it again. A miracle is on somebody's way. Amen. A miracle is on somebody's way. Amen. All you need to do is just take one scripture and keep on reciting it like a parrot. Don't try and make sense. Of course, why is your heart overwhelmed? All the plans are filled. If you had another plan, wouldn't you be using it? Why would you be overwhelmed? Is that all the plans are filled? And let me tell you something. <laughs> It's when all your plans are failed that your life is good. <laughs> if all your plans worked, God is not blessing you yet. It's when all your plans are failed that your life is what? Is good. Let's give the Lord thanks. Say, Father, we thank you. Begin to give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Take your own scripture and begin to recite it over that situation, over your life. Well, we keep on believing. That's what we're talking about. No matter what happens, we keep on believing. No matter what happens, we keep on believing. No matter what happens, we keep on believing. Say something to your life. Say you are not dead. You are just sleeping. Say to your body, you are not dead. You are, not, you are just sleeping. Say to that business, you are not dead. You are just sleeping. Say to your children, you are not dead. You are just sleeping. Say to your wife, say to your husband, say to your career, say to your ministry. No matter how things are, that can be your word. Just let and say, you are not dead, you are just sleeping. It can be your word that dry bones will live again. But definitely, believe you receive and you shall have. Something is working. Don't ever forget it. As you are saying these things, I hearing you. Your bed is hearing you. The floor of your house is hearing. The land you bought somewhere is hearing you. It's arranging diggers for your foundation because they have to lift something. Hey, listen. The land you bought somewhere is hearing you. It's hearing you. There's a man driving a car right now, far away. He starts hearing and he starts moving that thing in your direction because it's crucial for the next phase of your life. God wants a miracle is on somebody's way. Something is breaking in your life. An addiction is breaking. An addiction is breaking. It's breaking. It's breaking. An addiction is breaking. It is breaking your life. Believe that you receive and you will have. You keep the faith on. We will not let... That is... We will hold on to this. I told you people take doctor's medicine for years. People take doctor's medicines for years. But when God speaks, if it doesn't work overnight, they say it's not working. Listen, it's working. The Spirit of God is dead, it's working. The Spirit of God is dead, it's working. This is your season of fruitfulness. 
Let's just give the Lord thanks. Say, Lord, thank you for Christ. Because in Him, all your promises. Everybody say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you thanks. Because I am in Christ. And Christ is in me. Say it again, I am in Christ. And Christ is in me. Say all the promises of God. They are mine in Him. Not because of what I did. But because they are in Christ. And I am in Christ. Therefore, they are mine. Say the promises of God. They have been granted to me. I have God's promises. And they are being fulfilled in my life. The promise of long life. The promise of holiness. The promise of righteousness. The promise of fullness. The promise of divine protection. The promise of increase. On every side. Is being fulfilled in my life. I don't know why I like to say this all the time. Say, in Christ, every curse is broken. I am free. I am not a slave anymore. In Christ, every curse is broken. Ancestral curses, personal curses. What I mean by that, I want you to do something with your hand. The just recompense of reward for disobedience. That one too can be forgiven. Are you getting my point? People say that you can be forgiven, but the consequences remain. That's not Christ's gospel. The, prom- the consequences disappear in Jesus' name. Amen. Declare it again. Say, in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus I, am free. I am free. Totally. totally. Completely. Completely. To the uttermost. From, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. It's in Christ. It's in Christ. That is, you know what that means? Let me just explain it briefly. When you see something is in Christ, do you know what that means? Many of us don't realize. Let me just take a moment and explain it again. It simply means that you did not produce it. It was there when you were born. Are you getting my point? Yes. You were born into it as a Christian. That's what it means. People say, okay, okay. And you sow a seed, you now prosper. That's not Christ's prosperity. Christ's prosperity is that it was there. You were born into it. When you give, I keep on saying as a believer, is a... Is a is divine nature manifested? Yes, that's a good one. Yes. <laughs> you write it down in your house. Giving is divine nature manifested. Any Christian that's not a cheerful giver is, is hindering divine nature. You are, you are lying. You are making God look like he's not a giver. I hope you know you're a reflection of him. Yes. You'll be deceiving people about the true character of God. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, the, look, listen. So let's get it. However, what does it mean for someone to be in Christ? It means Jesus paid and you were born into it. That's what it means for someone to be in Christ. It means I tap into it by faith, not by my works. It means I, when I go to pray, I know that somebody else did the work. And the only claim I have to it is that I believe in him. Whosoever believes in him, he has given the power to become a son of God. That's what it means when something is in Christ. When you hear it's in Christ, that's what it means. When you hear in Christ, that's the meaning of in Christ. That means your long life is in Christ, it's not in your genes. I don't know whether you hear that. Divine protection is in Christ, it's not in America. Protection is in Christ, not in France. So if I want to go to France, this is go carry extra Christ along because <laughs> France has the an annoying level of terrorism. 
You know, one of my friends, he lives on the island in Bonny, one of our brothers. So the time uh, that Niger Delta militants were shooting those days, not now, not these uh, defenders. When there was militancy, these, these defenders are just looking for money. When there was militancy, he said that one, you could hear, and they live in a gas plant. Ha. That one, eh? JTF sent their best. He said that's when he knew that jazz know they work, you no know, physical jazz. He said the boys appear when JTF released. <laughs> Only time they die. <laughs> anyway, he said that time a lot of his colleagues relocated their children, the family to Abuja. As soon as everything comes down in Niger Delta, next thing Boza, Boza in Abuja. Hey, one guy said, Yeah, where will I go now? <laughs> I took this people from here. Next year of uh, uh, what they call Madala bombing, this other bombing, this one motor park bombing in Abuja. The guy said, hey, hey, I ran away from Boni because I thought Abuja was safe. Listen to me. Your safety is in Christ. It's not in places. Amen. I hope you're getting my point. Yes, safety is not in Nigeria. It's not in America. Yes, safety is not in France. You have discovered that one. Yes. That one is very clear to everybody. Are you getting my point? There's no safety anywhere. Safety is only where? In Christ. So declare, say in the name of Jesus. In Christ I am safe. In the name of Jesus. In Christ I prosper. In the name of Jesus. In Christ I have divine health. I need to say that one. You are not safe in the health wise now because you jog or you eat low cholesterol food. After all, we found out beginning from last, late last year that low cholesterol food is not anything better than high cholesterol food. I, you found that one out. And those of you who have been listening for a long time, you're very happy. That follow my who know road. <laughs> the Lord is good. Your health is in Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. Your long life is in Christ. Amen. Oh, I forgot to mention this. I should say before I will close. It's not in your genes. It's not in your genes. Good or bad is not in your genes. Your genes don't carry long life. Christ carries long life. Amen. Your, gene does, your genes do not carry health. Christ carries health. Amen. Your genes guarantees nothing. Only Christ guarantees everything. Amen. Let me summarize like this. The blessings of Christ are yours in Jesus' name. Amen. The blessings of Christ are yours in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because of you, God will preserve this nation. Amen. Because he just wants to bless you, this nation will prosper. Amen. Because God wants to show his power through you, because of your faith, this nation will prosper. Amen. You indeed are the salt of this nation, Amen. and you are the light of this nation. Amen. You know what that means? God will shine through you Amen. and preserve the land because of you. Amen. Let me say it again. He will shine through you Amen. and preserve the land because of you. Amen. Oh, Father, we give you thanks. We worship you again today. Let's just wave our hand for just like a few seconds. As a way of saying, Lord, thank you. We appreciate you. We give you the glory. You are the most high God. You are the king of the whole earth. You are our father, most importantly. You are the most high God. You are the judge of the earth. You are the king of kings. But most importantly, you are our father. We raise our hands and wave our hands just to say thank you. And we acknowledge that in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, because we are babalawos and we understand the mysteries... We have the way of sharing grace. It's prophetic. All right, let's share the grace in fellowship. One to go. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessings. 
All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. Say that again. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus. Bless somebody on your left and on your right. Another person, please. All right, cheer up, brethren. 